I can see you. You can see me. Yep. So this week on the show, we got to have some conversations with some different local people. And that was really cool. Um, I got to sit down. Well, I was going to say sit down with, but not really. <laughs> this I guess the, we are still sitting, but. Yeah. This is also the first time we've recorded where me and you haven't been like together in the studio. It's kind yeah. of weird. It is very strange. Yes. But it'll work. Yeah, it'll work. It will be. Thank God for Zoom, though. Thankfully, we don't have to use like Skype or FaceTime. I just have not had good luck with those. <laughs> I've never, I've never had a successful Skype call in my life. No, no, FaceTime here and there, but Skype, no. Yeah, Zoom is. I mean, I would have bought stock in Zoom if I would have known this thing yep. was going to happen. It seems like every, every person using it is using it, and um, sure. yeah, I guess, I'll just start off by saying. A small silver lining is that after this is all over and I want to talk to someone, I could use Zoom. I know how to do that now. Mm-hmm. Yep, fairly adept at it now after a few classes and, and other things you have to do with it. But it's nice that we can record and it's just it's a good good app to use. Sure. So before we um, before we play um, our conversations that we have with other people, I'll just kind of ask you, like, what if, what's your daily life looking like in the middle of coronavirus right now? Yeah, so I feel for people whose lives have been changed dramatically. Mine has been slightly shifted, but not overly. Um, my days still look fairly, I mean, I still am involved in the same responsibilities that I would have been if it wouldn't be here, and that is school and work. And okay, what, is, what does that look like for you? Yeah, so, I mean, the main thing that my life changed in is that I don't have driving time now, um, which has been nice. So my week looks like I work three full days and I do school work three full days or two full days. Um, and then if I have to do a little bit here and there, evenings, weekends, whatever. Um, but my, as a, for my job, I'm a caretaker of property. So that's pretty wide open. That's probably not going to change. I've been very grateful, um, for a, for income, uh, during this time that I still got a place to work. And then, yeah, so my life has just changed in that I don't go to school anymore, but it's still, it's been kind of weird, like adjusting. I, I felt like this semester took me longer to get in the groove. Um, and then once I finally did, it got disrupted again. So I'm finding a new, a new way to do my schoolwork online. Um, but that's really, I mean, I don't, I don't have that many, that many changes. And for me, part of it actually can be nice. I have more time in places where I'm at without having to run around. Um, so yeah. I've been for it. I know it's, it's hit a lot of people way harder. Sure. I, yeah. Well, I was just gonna say I've noticed one thing for myself is like. Um, I don't know. I've always considered myself like a fairly motivated student. I kind of enjoy like going to class and, you know, going to school, kind of that element of my life. But I've noticed Mm -hmm. that these last, what's it been like two weeks now? Yeah. It just seems so much harder for me to like get in the school mode and like to do my assignments and like care and show up and keep working and doing good work. It's just, it's so much easier to just put it off and not care about it. When you're not going to school, like every day, you're not showing up in the yep. classroom. And so yep. I guess, I think that's one thing I'll be thankful for, I guess, it'll yeah. be next fall. For sure. we fa- hopefully we finally get back into classrooms, but there's just something really good about that routine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I saw it, something like, on. It paces, it paces your life. And like, yeah. I've even noticed like, while I was busy and like trying to work and do school, there were so many times where I was like, man, like, I wish I just had a free day. There are like these yeah. projects I want to do. There's so much like I have inside me. I just want to get out. I want to work on this. And now that I have mm-hmm. that time, I just don't feel the motivation anymore. It's sad. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I saw something the other day. I was like, that is exactly how I feel. It was a, a college student. And he was just saying, um, was actually was one of TFC's students. He shared it, but this guy was saying that this semester and doing these online classes, he knows they're important, but they just feel so optional. <laughs> and that's exactly how it feels. It's like, uh, you can do them if you want, but it's not, it's not a big deal. Yeah. Um, but it's like, okay, no, I'm still getting graded. I still got to learn this stuff. It, yeah, I know what you mean. It's it's tough to stay motivated sometimes, especially when I have a day when I'm just working on schoolwork. Like I got to make sure I get up. I have set times that I'm starting on my schoolwork and I yeah. take breaks at this Try time. Try to and, build some solid things in. Yeah. So um, we did want to also say that Hershberger's Bakery, um, they are actually still open, which is really cool. Um, they're an essential, deemed essential business. And so they're able to stay open. And um, I, they have really been doing a booming business lately. Yeah. Um, I bet the say, meals are a hit. Yeah, and Alicia works on a donut wagon, and um, I know like it's just insane. Like they're as busy or busier than they've ever been. I think it's just because wow. people are stuck in their house and they need to go out and get a donut. So I'm if, I'm really curious. Like they're the because the lines of the donut wagon were already really long. Are are they like stretched out at yeah. six feet intervals? To yeah. that she mall? said the people are like this long winding worm because no one yeah. wants to get close to each other, but yeah. they still all <laughs> stand out there in the parking lots. But uh, yeah, oh, that's so that's great. the same deal at Hershberger's. And if you find yourself at home with that urge to go get a donut or something, go, but go quickly because I know today they sold out and they're, they're selling out a lot. So yeah, still making great food and still open. So go check them out. Up next is Colin's interview with Danielle Rogers. Do you mm-hmm. want to just say a little bit about who she is really quick? Yeah. So uh, I would have gotten... I would know who she is through Foothills Christian School. Um, she has a daughter that goes there, and we were notified that she has been doing some cool things regarding masks um, for for um, local doctors, things like that. She'll talk about it more in the interview. Uh, but just the way she saw a need in the community, something that needed to happen, and she decided to do something about it. So we wanted to give her a platform yeah. um, to, so that she could talk about it and maybe inspire others. Yeah, that is really cool. And the interview that I did was with one of our old friends, Austin Wagler. Uh, Colin and I both went to high school with him. And since then, he's gone on to Clemson University. And this is the semester he is graduating. And so we wanted to just interview him, Mm -hmm. ask him about his plans for the future and kind of what this whole virus thing has been like for him. Because it's really sad for our seniors who won't be getting like a traditional graduation, but, but have still done the work and are still graduating. So that's what's coming up next. Hope you guys are finding a way to enjoy yourselves and stay safe during this virus um, next one, week. Yeah. Sorry. And, and yeah, just a plug for, for this. We, we're going to keep, keep rolling here with, as the podcast, mm-hmm. we got to use zoom. We'll do use zoom. Um, but we are going to try to keep bringing some real good content, maybe some bonus episodes. Cause we recognize a lot of people have a lot of time on their hands to listen <laughs> to more things. And so we want to serve as best we can here at the abstract podcast and um, utilize gifts that different of our friends have and speakers have that, that we can, Still get some good, helpful, beneficial things to you. Yeah. This week on the show, um, it's local, kind of some local friends. And then next week we're gonna be we're gonna be reaching out to some kind of far flung friends. So from Thailand, from Phoenix, Arizona, and then from New York City. So that'll be really cool as well. Yeah, Up next cool. is our conversations with Danielle Rogers and Austin Wagler. Okay, today on the show, we have 
Mrs. Danielle Rogers. Um, she is a local mom from Oconee County. Um, Mrs. Rogers, would you tell us just a little bit about yourself, where you live, um, and how you came uh, in contact with Foothills? And uh, that's how I got to know you and your family is through Foothills Christian School. Um, so just tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I'm actually from a small town in Tennessee. It's Elizabethan, Tennessee. I met my husband online. He is from Anderson, South Carolina. We bought a house um, 2014 in Fairplay. Okay. And it was through John Hershberger who I found out about Foothills. Sure. And actually, it happens, it so happens that um, John Hirschberger, his bakery, is actually the sponsor of our podcast. So ah, there's an interesting awesome. connection there. <laughs> that's fantastic. Um, so let's, let's talk a little bit about what's going on right now. Obviously, I'm assuming all our audience knows um, about the COVID-19 virus that has um, done a, it is a global pandemic um, at this current time. And uh you, Mrs. Rogers, have had some had an interesting response to that in your own community. Um, first off, tell us how did you find out about this need that you wanted to meet? Then, um, what got you introduced to that there was um, a need in the community for what you were doing? Um, I've been sewing since 2015, when my youngest was born, probably about when she was four months old. Um, people in my sewing group, which is Upstate SC Sewing Gang, they mentioned that people needed masks. And then Jewel King actually said, she tagged me and she's like, hey, would you make those? And there is a lot of regulations that you have to meet, but I looked into it and I started making them. And then people, message me and they're like, will you make this, will you make this? And that's kind of how I got started. Okay, yeah, very interesting. So so just describe a little bit about what you're doing um, with sewing these masks and who you are distributing them to in the community. As of right now, I've donated 24 to a um, pediatrician's office in Oconee County. Um, I've made them for EMTs. A sister of an EMT reached out to me, told me her sister in Anderson needed them. Um, I've made them for my family because my mom is an EMT in Tennessee. I haven't really done anything in fair play, but I will meet the need if I am called to do so. That is fantastic. And and what has been your motivation for wanting to to find this way you can plug in to, to your community instead of just making masks for your own family? Um, I just know that it's very helpful and I have resources, you know, God gave me this wonderful gift and I continue to excel and I just, I've got a room full of stuff. I am, you know, I'm running low, so I'm kind of doing what I can do, but I keep track and they say, you know, the face mask, they, they don't do anything, but at the same time, they will keep you from touching your face and they will keep the droplets inside your mask. Right. I heard one of the best things about the mask is it does, because one of the way it's transmitted greatly is how much we touch our faces without even knowing it. And, and the mask yeah. the mask helps in that regard in, in a great amount. Um, so that, that's really cool what you've been doing. And if I understand it right, you are not the, the only one. Like there's, there's a group of you that have been doing 
this kind of thing. Uh, do you want to talk just a little bit about other people that are doing this kind of thing as well? Um, locally, I know that um, there is a group called So Some Good Greenville, and okay. there's a lot of a lot of the seamstresses in my group are based out of Greenville. So they're making masks for the Greenville Health System, and worldwide, I mean, there's millions and millions that have stepped up to do this. It has been, I've never seen so many people say, I didn't know how to sew, but I'm going to learn for this. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, that is really cool. And and what would you have as, um, you would have, you have the kind of this platform to, to speak to the community around here. What are your words that you want the, the community to, to understand um, that you think would be really helpful for us to know? Uh, you mean like as far as the mask? The mask and then also just how how do we approach this kind of issue? How do we approach it as as a local community? Uh, stay home. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, that's really the only thing that I can think of. Pray because God is the only answer. I tell Layla and Lucy every day that nobody is going to be able to defeat this. Only God is going to do it. And just, you know, if you can get a face mask, that's wonderful. Wear it at the dot. You know, if you go to the grocery store, um, there's a video going around um, out of a different country. And she's saying that's how they slowed the virus by everybody wearing a mask. Because mm -hmm. even though they have such a small, you know, percentage of helping, they, um, it, the mask, how was it she said? She said, let me help you. You help me by wearing a mask. Okay. Yeah, sure. Sure. No, that's great. And uh, just want to publicly express gratitude um, for what you're doing. And I know there's there's many other people in Oconee County, too, that, that are seeing needs that need to be addressed. And they are addressing the common good. Um, and the, the adage is very true in this. We are we are all in this together. It, it, no one is exempt from, from the radical changes that, that have happened in our country and in our county. And uh, mm -hmm. I just want to publicly thank you for your contribution and just tell you we as a, as a county are, are proud of what you're doing and we are very grateful. And uh, I just bless you as, you as you go. So thank you very much for agreeing to talk with us a little bit. I know you have a busy life, um, <laughs> but it's, it's been an honor to have you on the show today. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Okay. Well, you have a great day. You too. Hey, are you able to see me? Yes, sir. Can you see me? Yes. Cool. All right. I hope you weren't waiting there in the queue too long. Oh, no, no. Just a couple minutes. Good deal, man. How have you been? It's been like a long time. It has been a while. I'm doing well. How about you? Good, man. I was actually just out on the lake. Uh, me and Isaiah went fishing this afternoon, so that was really fun. Nice. Good for you. Yeah. We got to... We actually caught a lot of crappy. Oh, good. Yeah, man. So, um... For this episode, me and Colin were just wanting to like 
um, just like focus on some of our local friends that we know of and um, in ways that we could think of that have like kind of been impacted by all the shenanigans that have been going down. Yeah. And um, one person we, we thought of was you because, yeah, we all went to high school together and then we kind of went to different colleges, but this is your graduation year, right? That's right. Yeah, I graduate in May. That's awesome, man. So, um, like, what is, before we kind of talk about that, like, what is what is daily life looking for you right now? Are you able to still be working or what are you up to? Um, well, no, I'm actually not able to work. Um, you know, work is pretty much shut down for me. Uh, but that's, you know, it's, it's all right. It's part of it. Um, so, <laughs> you know, it's just something we all got to get through. Sure. And what are you doing right now? I was working for a company um, that does a lot of heavy civil structural stuff, a lot of concrete work. Uh, I was a draftsman for them mostly. Um, But of course, with construction slowing down and then, of course, you know, South Carolina, we're not allowed to have more than three people in one place. So the office pretty much got closed down. Yeah. Did you guys so you, you had to close because of like regulation or because of lack of work? Uh, regulation okay yeah because i know like my dad's business is they've only got two guys in the office and then i guess the guys in the shop work more than six feet apart or however that works and so they're still able to continue on but i know like work is slowing just because i guess it's just a chain reaction you know when it is yeah Yeah, so um what you're doing right now is that like related to your degree or is it kind of just a job you're doing while you're in college uh, both. Um, it is related to my degree. It is civil engineering, um, but it's also a job that doesn't require a ton of experience. So it's yeah. working. That makes sense. So um, I'm interested to hear because I go to a really small college, Tacoa Falls College. I guess I should back up. We both went to the same high school, which was a really tiny, really tiny high school. And then um, I went to Tri-County and now to Tacoa Falls, which are both relatively small schools. But um, I'm just interested to hear from you, like what's your experience been at Clemson? And then also kind of about like how you chose your degree because you switched majors at some point, right? That's right. Yeah. So, so you know, I've always been trying to get into aviation, um, but of course, you know, a lot can go wrong with that. So I wanted to have an engineering background. Okay. Just as something to fall back on. So I started out in mechanical engineering, and I also started out at Tri-County, and I love Tri-County, by the way. Tri-County blast. Yeah, I kind of, I had the same experience. I mean, I think, yeah, it's it's a cool place to be. Yeah, yeah, I definitely love Tri-County. You know, I found Tri-County to be more fun than Clemson, honestly. Really? Because it was so much smaller, you know, we knew everyone, you know, pretty much the same group of people went through the same classes for two (laughs) So, yeah, you know, we knew each other pretty good by the end. So were you at Tri-County the full, like, four semesters for the associates? Yes. Okay. Nice. I was only there for three. But, I, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, by the end of my third semester, you really, like, I, I recognize all these kids. and Right. And <laughs> there was, even in a technical school where, like, people weren't even living on campus, there was, like, groups that would form. Like, there was the D&D kids. That right. Were, <laughs> sit out in the cafeteria and yeah there was the different groups oh they, they were there when i was there <laughs> they're they're probably still there <laughs> they're probably they're probably still there yeah 
So, like, in what ways is Clemson different? I mean, I know it's a bigger school. Yeah, so Clemson, when I started out in mechanical engineering, um, you know, it is by far the biggest engineering major there. And, and it's also one of the most difficult. And so, and it was so competitive that it was just every man for himself. So okay. no one really made friends in Emmy. And, you know, and that, that was kind of unfortunate. Um, but I did switch to civil and in civil, civil is a lot different. Civil is a little bit more like Tri-County. Um, you know, we, we do get to know each other a little bit more in civil engineering. Is it the kind of thing where, like in, in the other program, like, do you feel like you're fighting against people for the spot? Or No, not, not necessarily. No, it wasn't uh, competitive in that way. It was just that, the, you know, the classes were so difficult that, I mean, you just had to fight just to keep your head above water. I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing that brings people together like super boring classes when you have a lot of spare time. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of that, you know, then maybe that's what civil engineering is done. You know, I've enjoyed parts of civil, but I've also found it extremely boring. So I would just ask, because I don't really know anything about engineering, what, what's even the difference between those two? So mechanical engineering is basically a, a lot of things that move. So, you know, cars, engines, things like that. Um, and civil engineering is things that don't move. So structures, highways, things like that. Hmm. I see what you mean. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So how long, how long were you into your degree program before you decided to, to make that switch? And then like kind of, um, I mean, it's not like you lost because you were still gaining knowledge, but like, like what did that cost you in terms of like your graduation track? Uh, it cost me some time, um, but you know, I wasn't too far into mechanical just because it was, it was brutally difficult, right? Up. Yeah. Um, but it did cost me some time. Um, but you know, and since switching to civil, it's, it's, you know, going from mechanical to civil, civil has been a breeze. So that's, that's been nice. That is, yeah, I hear that. So um, you're graduating in May, and I got your graduation invitation in the in the mail. And so, yeah, I just super bummed for you, man, that you don't like get to walk and have the ceremony and the graduation party. Like, there's so many things about the virus that suck, and that is one of them. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely a memorable year. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> Clemson, Clemson went online um, at spring break, or did they go before? That's right. No, it was it was uh, right at spring break. So what have what have your classes kind of looked like? I mean, obviously they've been online, but like, do you have you enjoyed that? I know for me, it's been like there are elements of my online classes that I enjoy, but it's definitely different and not something I would choose. Right, and I can agree with that in some ways, um, although it's not like traditional online classes. You know, when I've had online classes before, I, I never did well in them. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, forget about assignments or, you know, just do the bare minimum. But with these classes, they are online, but there's there's a set time and there's lectures. So it's it's almost just like being in class. Actually, yeah, that's a good point. I was I was thinking about that, too, because I have taken some like designed to be online classes in the past. And right. comparing that with like what I'm doing now, which is like uh, campus classes that have had to move online. And you're right, there is a distinct difference. Like the professors 
are still kind of treating it like it's an on-campus class, but just doing the rest to move everything over, which, right, yeah. And I feel like that lends itself to better experiences for everyone. Um, and also mm-hmm. Zoom, man. I've, I feel like, oh, sorry. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? You're cutting yeah. out for a minute. Okay. okay yeah, good we're, yeah, yeah, we're still there. But um, I was just gonna say one one thing. I think that if we can bring any positives out of like this whole coronavirus thing, I think that we took some serious steps ahead in like um, non-face-to-face communication. I don't know, I have, I had never used Zoom before and it's pretty cool. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. I did not expect it to be this smooth of a transition, but it's been almost seamless for me. So I know your graduation party got canceled and I'm assuming Clemson's whole graduation, is it postponed or just, just thrown out the window? Uh, it's canceled. They're talking about letting people walk at a later time. So we'll see what happens with that. So do you have any plans for like any kind of after celebration? Or are you just going to like move on and try to forget this, this three months of our life? <laughs> uh, or six months or, or a year? <laughs> yeah, we'll see how long this goes. Um, you know, probably just try to move on and see, you know, try to get a job right now. This is the job market was absolutely popping just, you know, four months ago for me, but it's pretty much crashed now too. So, so yeah, um, with your degree in civil engineering, what, what are kind of your plans for the future? Do you, do you have like a career path or are you just kind of taking it as it comes? What are your, what are your plans moving forward? So I've always wanted to get into aviation, like I mentioned earlier. Yeah. And so we're going to see, you know, we're going to do everything we can to, to follow that path. But, you know, regardless of what track I take to get into that, it's a long, long path. So, you know, and especially right now with this current market. So, so I'm going to need to get a job somewhere. Uh, So we'll see, you know, and and this is why I want an engineering degree because there's jobs available in engineering. For sure. Yeah. It's um, it's like we all kind of have these jobs that we want to get, but you have to like, you have to be able to feed yourself long enough to get there. So in the right. meantime, you do what you got to do. Yeah, that's right. And you know, you can't just always get the dream job right out of school. Yeah, for sure. So um, as we kind of wrap up here, like, what what are some things that you've been doing to stay sane? Um, maybe some things you've been doing with your spare time to try to find some enjoyment while you really can't be doing anything you would usually be doing. Well, I assume that. I don't know what you usually yeah, do. Yeah, you're right on not doing normal things. Um, you know, I try to get out and see some of my friends that I, I've got, you know, just make special trips to see them. Um, you know, today I had some time, so I just rode up to the river for a while, and that was fun, you know, and that's something that I, I couldn't do a lot if I was constantly in class. So, so it does have its benefits. For sure. Well, hey, man, congratulations on um, coming this far in your education and pursuit of a degree. And uh, I'm really excited for you and totally wish you the best, even though the last semester looks pretty crazy. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. You know, whatever happens, it's definitely been a memorable semester. Yeah. Yeah, it really has. All right, man. Take care. And um, I'll talk to you later. All right.